0: Dave Neal.
1: All right, that's right. It's Power Recapper Dave Neal coming to you on Black Friday. It's a Friday, November 24th, 2023, the day after Thanksgiving. And I hope everyone had a fantastic holiday. Just a quick update on my big announcement yesterday. I want to send a heartfelt thank you to everybody and everybody who sent us well wishes. We received thousands, I mean tens of thousands even, of comments voicemails, FaceTimes from people uh, in, on, on so many different levels uh, congratulating us on the news of our upcoming baby, our pregnancy. My wife is doing fantastic. It was wildly, I don't know, heartfelt to see her react to all of the positive news even from some Bachelor Nation subreddits. Bachelor Nation and Bachelor in Paradise on Reddit offered really nice uh, sort of um, shout outs to the pregnancy announcement. A lot of people said, uh, what season was he on? No, he wasn't on a season. Uh, we just cover the show, but it's always kind to see people reach out. Uh, I tell you what, there there is no greater common denominator than announcing a pregnancy. It's family, baby. Everyone's got Adam. and whether you've been pregnant or haven't uh, we're all we're all the product of a pregnancy as far as I can tell so uh, it is nice to be in that camp of people that are also due you know what you know we heard from other friends saying oh my gosh I'm due as well in April we know our friend Courtney Robertson is due two weeks after we are in May so very exciting stuff for us and 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 from the bottom depths of my soul I say thank you all so very much and for those that watch the vlog channel we've got all of our Pregnancy vlogs... We got some great uh, response from people that saw my face as my wife surprised me with the pregnancy stick. I just didn't believe it. I wasn't ready for it. We had just begun trying to have a baby, and and it was uh, it was one of those like okay, well they they tell you when they're ready, and boy, uh, you know, it's really not up to me at this point now. But we are ready. But of course, I think we would always be sort of nervous about uh, are we going to be good? Are we going to be financially ready? All these types of things. But thanks to thanks to everyone, and thanks to the audience out there, I can I can say without a doubt, we are ready and we are excited to share. All right. Well, speaking of Black Friday, we're going to get into it. Let's educate you. I've got on the second half of today's podcast, Gary Turner explaining on Justin Long's podcast um, uh, all of the extensive uh, sort of uh, uh, testing that had to be done before he made it onto the show. So if you like a little insider baseball as far as Bachelor and how the sausage is made... And how the sausage is tested, no pun intended. Um, yeah, There's a pun there, folks. You'll know it when you see it. Uh, but we'll have that conversation for you coming up in just a couple minutes. The first recorded use of the term Black Friday was applied not to post-Thanksgiving holiday shopping, but to the financial crisis, specifically the crash of the U.S. gold market on September 24th of 1869. Two notoriously ruthless Wall Street financiers, Jay Gould and Jim Fisk, worked together to buy up as much as they could of the nation's gold hoping to drive the price sky high and sell it for astonishing profits on that friday in september the conspiracy finally unraveled sending the stock market into free fall and bankrupting everyone from wall street barons to farmers the most commonly repeated story though behind the Thanksgiving shopping related Black Friday tradition links it to retailers as the story goes after an entire year of operating at a loss quote unquote in the red stores would supposedly earn a profit when into the black on the day after Thanksgiving because holiday shoppers blew so much money on discounted merchandise though it's true that retail companies used to record losses in red and profits in black when doing their accounting this version of Black Friday's origin is the official sanctioned but inaccurate story and I I've done some research here very lightly, might I add, and there are some other stories as to what might be the official beginning of Black Friday. Uh, this according to History.com. Take it as you may. The real history behind Black Friday, however, is not as sunny as retailers might have you believe. Back in the 1950s, police in the city of Philadelphia used the term to describe the chaos that ensued on the day after Thanksgiving when hordes of suburban shoppers and tourists flooded into the city in advance of the big Army-Navy football game held on that Saturday. Not only were Philly cops in not able to take the day off, but they had to work extra long shifts dealing with the additional crowds and traffic. Shoplifters also took advantage of the bedlam in stores and made off of merchandise, adding to the law enforcement headache. Uh, What's the real version? I've got no idea, but I will tell you this on this Black Friday, we are sponsored by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. The holidays are right around the corner, and HelloFresh can help take the stress out of dinner by delivering everything you need to cook up tasty meals right to your door, saving you tons of time. They're not just saving you time, they're saving you money. You know what I mean? You don't have to go out to dinner, you know, spend all the extra money on tips and all the other things that come. No, you just can order it. It'll show up in a little compostable cooler and it all comes fresh and every, only the things you need. Who needs a gallon of honey mustard sauce? If you order something that needs a little Dijon, it's only going to give you the amount you need. You know what I mean, folks? Go to HelloFresh.com slash Rush Hour Free and use code Rush Hour Free for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash Rush Hour Free with code Rush Hour Free. America's number one meal kit. Okay, back to Black Friday. I am not a Black Friday shopper. I don't believe that these deals are worth the time, the energy. I mean, I got a sister. All right. Shout out to Kristen, who she's the one on Thursday night who goes after Thanksgiving dinner to wait in line at the place to get the deal on the thing. It's all it's all BS, folks. It is. And again, don't take my word for it. This question was asked on Reddit. Do manufacturers build low-quality items for Cyber Monday? Now, this question was asked for Cyber Monday, but the same thing can be asked for Black Friday. Someone said this. Walmart does sell different Levi's than other stores. That's why some Levi's are $45 at a nice store and $10 or $15 at Walmart. Less quality, less stitching, poor denim. I hate to break it to you guys, it's the same when you go to outlets. Have you ever been to an outlet store? That's not a leftover gap jacket. They actually make it at lower quality levels. People who've never worked at a retail location might not know this about Black Friday sales, but here's another thing a commenter said. They said, I can firsthand confirm that many stores indeed do get lower quality models of certain items specifically for the sale. No, your gaming consoles, that's going to be the same, right? That's, you know, no one's going to, they're not making a cheaper version of a Sega or whatever the hell you're listening to. Uh, But the biggest offenders are budget brand or door buster televisions, computers, and inkjet printers large chains like Walmart will make bids with companies to purchase these products early in the year the manufacturers since the price is already set will use cheaper production component methods to offset their costs and increase profits many of your doorbuster electronics will likely have components with a higher failure rate a lower quality assurance rating and will indeed be an inferior product are you listening to this while you're in line at checkout at a Target buying a $4 60-inch TV? Sorry, folks. That's capitalism, baby. Ain't nobody losing money on Black Friday. Now, am I offering to you an inferior product on Black Friday? I don't think so, folks. You are getting the best of the best. And if you want to donate uh, to me and to the channel here, you can actually go join our membership-only community on Patreon, patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Now, on YouTube, we covered this. And I tell you what, it was our lowest viewed video (laughs) of the year. Taysha Adams and Luke Goldbranson posed together at Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade amid all ongoing romance yeah not many people are watching that video and it's like look it doesn't mean people are over Tasha. no she's wanted to go private after dealing with her public breakup and that perfection complex that you have to deal with with bachelor nation expecting her to be perfect I totally understand Tasha. I totally understand wanting to separate yourself from oh what can be a very needy and rabid fan base give us the tea give us the tea are you with is and I get it. I'm I'm part of the problem. I made about a dozen videos uh, trying to compare which types of flowers Zach was buying. Was he buying them from t- Fritasia? You know all of that jazz from a few years ago. Well, she's gotten her wish, and she. I'm not saying she's irrelevant. I'm saying she's now. Uh, you know, uh, not as desirable as far as news coverage in the community goes. That's fine. If she were to break up with Luke Branson, maybe that would make some news. Probably not to the extent that her relationship with Zach Clark did. Now... If Gary Turner is with somebody, I don't know for sure if he is or isn't. There's, we're, not, we're not doing any spoilers here. But that would be very interesting if Gary Turner does break up. If we start to have to report Golden Bachelor and Golden Bachelor uh, breakups, I think that would be so much more uh incredibly sad i guess then so then watching a couple 28 year olds break up with nice abs you know what i mean i don't know we'll have to see we'll have to see hopefully uh you know i mean and also oh, this is you know not to be morose here but with the golden bachelor i mean they're just they're they're older in age you know people you know we don't all last forever uh the bachelor's been around for so long you know i was actually on a friend's podcast explaining the jane doe situation um and I don't know. I'm not, I'll tell you guys when that episode comes out. But if you, if uh, if you, if you want to catch anybody up on the Jane Doe situation, it's very complicated when you follow my YouTube videos because we're like graduate level. What's going on? What's happening? Uh, but I have to tell you, my interview I did with my buddy, he has he knew nothing at all about the situation, and I spent about an hour breaking it all down for him so i'll make that podcast known to you guys when it comes out in case you need to catch up any relatives uh, or or spouses because it's like you know god forbid they don't know what you're talking about it's like all right you better get on board here because uh this game of telephone can only last so long all right so As far as Jane Doe goes, of course, we're talking Clayton Eckert and the paternity scandal. Uh, I was listening to Reality Steve's podcast today. Very funny as he uh, made comparisons of, you know, Jane Doe and and what it means to be pregnant and all of that jazz. Um, But uh, it's been a little quiet lately, although she did. I said this the other day. She did email my lawyer um, saying she's looking for new counsel in order to take me to court in Arizona because I covered her court trial and, you know, and it's like here, I mean, no good deed goes unpunished. You guys saw, I covered the court trial. I made sure to blur out her face. I did her a favor there. I didn't have to do that. Old, old Santa Dave over here, just giving out gifts and not getting the uh, appreciation. Uh, Well, this, what I'm about to share with you is considered hearsay because I don't, I haven't seen the court documents myself, but after the court case, where Clayton uh, uh, won his injunction against harassment against her. Apparently Greg Gillespie, the other person she has a protective order against was in the courtroom. And apparently, allegedly, I should say she, uh, went to, did, well, we know this for a fact because it came out of her own email where she said in an email that she went to the, pro, the the police and the detectives in order to get Greg Gillespie charged with breaking his restraining order. If you break a restraining order, it's it can be devastating. I mean, it's a really big deal. I, I think you can receive jail time. I'm not entirely sure, but either way, I'm here to report that I heard, and again, I haven't seen the court documents, but I'm going to break this hearsay news that I heard that her attempt to get him, I guess, arrested for violating his restraining order was thrown out by uh, by the court. Uh, when that information becomes public, we will share more of it. But it's a little bit of a win for justice in my eyes since she wasn't even in the courthouse. And by the way, I don't think it counts as violating a restraining order if you have an act, a vested interest in going to the courthouse. Do you know what I mean? Uh, although he was just there uh, as a public. Audience member of this melee. It's still very fascinating. Um, will my court case in Arizona be thrown out? Or at least what will there even be a court case? I have not received any other information. It is kind of a holiday. We'll have to see if she's actually lawyering up and taking me to court in Arizona. You will all be caught up on that. The court case in Los Angeles is still happening. That's still part of uh you know life that i'm dealing with right now all right why don't we do this why don't we get into the gary turner podcast uh a clip that we have of him talking to justin long let's play that next gary turner was the guest on justin long's podcast let's have a listen to what he had to say
2: i'm, I'm curious too about the the process by which you became the, the golden bash like how did I, you know, because I think to myself when I watch you, where did they find this guy? He's such a... which is why I think people want pictures. You seem like such an anomaly, that such a truly, especially considering what you've been through and and that you've dealt with it in a healthy way. You're you're, you're so in touch with your emotions, and, and you're wow. tr- truly like such a kind person, and handsome, and all of the things that people want. Um, I would imagine they had to do a real in-depth background check because god forbid the first golden bachelor they find that there's some something yeah going. Because
1: the worst thing would be if you find out that the first golden bachelor has like uh a historic world war ii collection of nazi memorabilia it's like oh no come on that's not you know, <laughs> <Come yeah>. on. <laughs> i just appreciate history as long as it comes from this one slice of germany they probably really had to dig thoroughly uh, i was i was in florida in february of this
0: year and um, I was actually traveling with an old girlfriend. We were just friends. And I got a call from sure, ABC Gary. C wanting me to go uh, to initiate the process uh, to go get an SDD test. And it's like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you know, what's so funny. You know, what's so funny. Here's Gary, right? He survived Vietnam, the Korean War, the 70s, uh, the AIDS epidemic, all these things. And the first STD test he has to get is to be on The Bachelor, the Golden Bachelor. Gary's like, I played pickleball in my 70s. I'm not going to let a little bit of herpes slow me down. That's a little <laughs> bit of a tender moment, you know, when you're hurt. <laughs> sure. You know, Everyone can relate to that. Yeah. And so there
0: were uh, <laughs> clinical tests like that. There was I had to send my fingerprints to the FBI. There were numerous really? background checks. Um, there was a psychological evaluation that was like 360 questions and then another hour of interview and uh, I mean oh, I the bet. vetting process is ridiculously thorough.
2: What, what, how do you how do you say that to your friend your, your ex-girlfriend that you're traveling with I got this call. what is that conversation like I got yeah
0: She knew that I was in the running for, the golden bachelor because the process actually started three years ago before
1: that's what's so interesting is the golden bachelor has been sort of a joke for so long within the bachelor community oh are they finally going to shoot the season of the golden bachelor no one actually thought it was really going to happen because it, it, in order for a show like that there's just less of a sample size of people that might want to partake in this world of bachelor nation i mean you could no offense to anyone out there but uh, a bunch of uh drunk needy 20-somethings, you can find them a dime a dozen. You go to any college campus or whatever, you know, I don't know, Applebee's across the country and pick a cast that'll service it just fine but finding that Gary Turner finding that person that we want to relate to as like a grandfather who's kind of had a hard uh, recent le- sort of like a, like stroke of luck here where he's lost his wife and he's hopeful and he's well-spoken and he's all there and he's not just some grumpy guy wearing, a, you know, a elastic waistband jeans no offense to elastic waistband jeans out there we love them but you know you know what i'm trying to say well before covid and it went dark during covid and
0: um, so she kind of knew what was going on. But we were on vacation. We were enjoying a good time. And it's like, okay, going to a clinic at such and such a place was going to take most of the next day. So it was like <laughs> we were both a little resentful about giving up a day of vacation. Her reaction was a little bit stronger than mine. <laughs> I'm sure. I w- well, when was the last? Because
2: you probably had an, an STD check. That must have been, when was the last one? 67, 68? They, they probably have much n- newer technology.
0: As as I recall, that may have been my very first ever STD test. I had no idea what was going to happen. I I didn't know I didn't know if they were going to look in the iris of my eye, take a urine sample, a blood sample. I had no idea. Did yeah, whichever
2: which orifice is going to be explored. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, what I also want to address the 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 in the room. Um, why. Jerry, why, why Gary? Why, why Gary, not Jerry? How did that spelling come to be?
1: You know what? I really respect Justin Long for all the things he could talk to Gary Turner about. He wants to know why he calls it Gary and not Jerry. And and I like that. I actually like that. And I'm very curious to find out. That was, that was from my mom's side of the family and she was Irish and uh,
0: Irish and Scottish say Gary and it's spelled G-E-R-R-Y.
2: Huh. Okay. Um, well, to all of our Irish and Scottish listeners, I apologize for wasting the last couple of seconds of your time because <laughs> you already knew that. Um, I, I, well, I, I know you. You say that you want to find someone you can't live without, um, but having had such a profound love and having experienced that, which is something that you know not many people get to do in, in, in a lifetime, did you have reservations even once you were on the show? Did Did you ever struggle with the idea that I'll never find in this group what I had, you know, the, the profound nature of that love will not be available to me.
0: again. Well, the first thing I had to do was admit to myself that I was not going to find the same kind of love. Um, mm. We were doing the old apples and oranges thing that I was indeed committed to finding my next right person, but I knew they would be vastly different than my wife. Um, you know, when you marry at a young age and you're thinking about children and careers and how to pay the bills, it's entirely different than what you look for when you're 70. And really all you're thinking about is what kind of fun are we going to have?
1: And isn't it great to see Gary Turner having fun again? I mean, how, how fantastic of a story that just a few months ago, he was a random guy and I don't know, where is he? Uh, Indiana. And now he's a famous, the first golden bachelor. So very good to hear. And from one golden bachelor to a golden goddess, Dolly Parton stuns in Cowboys cheerleaders uniform during a halftime performance. Uh, She, yeah, she looked fantastic. She's 77 years young. We're going to play out this podcast with Dolly Parton's rendition of, we are the champions. I'll have that for you guys in a second, but a big shout out to Travis Kelsey, who was spotted riding solo in his Rolls Royce on Thanksgiving with Taylor Swift down in Brazil. She's of course in South America for her worldwide tour concert series, but they do plan on spending Christmas together. Oh, you know what I wanted to do? I wanted to share with you a Christmas movie that I watched last night. There aren't too many new Christmas movies out just yet, but as you guys know, I will be a one-stop shop for all of the Christmas movie recommendations this movie actually came out in 2021 but we just watched it it's, it's by a production company called Mar Vista which is absolutely garbage in the best way possible it's just a low rent version of Hallmark right and they made a, a movie called Candy Coated Christmas and again this is from 2021 I just I hadn't seen it before but I want to let you know I'm giving it 7 out of 10 candy canes it's worth a watch uh, a rich Los Angeles marketing executive heads into a small town during the christmas season to arrange for the sale of a property she owns unbeknownst to her tenants and guess what the property she owns ends up having a hulky male there that's not ready to take no you know so it's a fantastic little movie of love and um sort of finding out uh you know the small town pace and in all of the ways in which um you know it's worth saving this tiny little village all right so folks it's a must watch it's on uh Uh, HBO Max, again, calling it Candy Coated Christmas. Uh, You know, uh, Christmas movies, all they need... Is, is a simple reason to get two people together, right? That's what makes for a good Christmas movie. And in this case, it's a peppermint farm. <laughs> That's right. All you need is a little peppermint to bring people together. Uh, but I liked it. You know, the production value was good. It uh, did it make me cry. No, it wasn't as good as some of the other Christmas movies we've already reviewed. But it'll do, folks. It'll do. All right, let's jump into it. Here is Dolly Parton singing uh, We Are the Champions at the halftime show of the Commanders vs. Cowboys yesterday. That's going to be it for me. As always, I'm Dave Neal, and this was Bachelor Rush Hour. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. I've got Nate in the hot seat. This is a Driving with Dave you are not going to want to miss. That'll be tomorrow's episode of Driving with Dave. Have a fantastic Friday, everybody.
0: If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you didn't, don't. Join the free Facebook group, Dave Neal's Community. Got cash? Become a premium member at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Link in the description below. And don't forget to follow Dave on Instagram at DNeels for upcoming stand-up shows. See you tomorrow on The Rush.